Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what it is. It's the It Boy, one half of the All Night Express, Rhett Titus, and you're listening to the ROH cast at ROHworld.com. Let's get it, baby. Hello everyone, welcome to episode 33 of ROH Cast. My name's Harry, I'm the web designer and co-owner of ROHworld.com. Uh, once again, I'm here with Stephen, the other co-owner and the editor of the website. Hi everyone. One of our writers, John, is also here. How's it going? And uh, one of our brand new writers, Des, who you may remember from the uh, post-Showdown the Sun episode, is uh, also here as well. How's it going? Uh, this week we're going to do a full preview of the Border Wars iPay-Per-View, which takes place uh, this Saturday, May 12th, on iPay-Per-View. You can uh, watch it on rohwrestling.com for 14.95. If you're a uh, ringside member, you get, I think it's 15% off, so that brings it down to about $12. So um, either way, it's a great price. we just got to uh, hope there's no technical issues. Um, once we've previewed the event, we're going to talk about the latest TV show and wrap it up with the little tidbits of news that has happened uh, since our last podcast on Thursday. So, uh, beginning with Border Wars, the uh, we'll talk about the first match, probably the opener, was um, announced, I think, a couple of days ago, um, based on the recent events of the TV show, which we'll talk about later. But um, it's the All Night Express teaming up with TJ Perkins to take on the Young Bucks and Mike Mondo. Um, Stephen, we'll, we'll start with you. What, what do you think of this? Is there any sort of prediction or thoughts on you know how this match has come about? Um, I mean, I watched the TV show earlier, and it was I was a bit surprised to see sort of the Young Bucks and get involved with uh, with TJ Perkins. It was just a bit strange to me how it all came about, but. That, you know, the match should be pretty good. I mean, I'm, I'm quietly looking forward to it, really. I mean, uh, all six guys have uh, done well recently, especially Mondo. I think he's really improved uh, mm, you know, yeah. the last few weeks on the TV show. He's done, done really well. His, his match with uh, TJ Perkins was, was pretty good. And obviously, you've still got um, All Night Express and the Young Bucks involved in sort of like a, a, a feud still. So, um, yeah. yeah, I think this is, uh, you know, it, it gives TJP and uh, Mondo a bit of uh, time on iPay-Per-View, you know, both of sort of struggle to uh, get match time on uh, pay-per-view. So um, it, it gives them uh, time to shine as well. So, yeah, perfectly uh, perfectly good uh, match, and uh, it should, should be pretty good, I think. I think this is actually uh, Mondo's iPay-per-view debut as well, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. This will yeah. be his uh, first time on iPay-per-view, which is, yeah, it's good that they're, you know, they are featuring both Mondo and <laughs> TJP in, uh, on iPay-per-view. It is a shame that, you know, TJP isn't being featured in a... I don't know, more of an important feud or important match, but, you know, it's still good that they're getting both guys on the pay-per-view. And uh, as you said, both the A&X and books are good. So, um, yeah, it should be a, a good opener. What, what, what do you think, John? Yeah, I agree. It should be a really good match. I mean, Young Bucks and All Night Express and TJP, they're all great wrestlers. And uh, Mondo's really improved the last few weeks. I used to not like Mondo at all. Do you remember how much we used to sort of laugh at his promos when he first showed up on the TV show? Oh, absolutely. Those were awful, awful, awful. But lately he's been impressing me in the ring. Ever since, I guess, his match with Matt Taven, or maybe a little bit before that, ever since then he's been really good in the ring and really a lot of fun to watch. And I expect this match to be a fun opener, a good way to start the show, and it's a great way to get the crowd hot for the rest of the show, if it is the opener, of course. Hmm. Um, Des, any thoughts to share on this match? I think... Mike Mondo is just great as as a as a fan of pro wrestling silliness. This past week on the TV show and his match with uh, T.J. Perkins, I just I stood up and I popped. 
for that spot where he teased like eating TJ's eye. <laughs> I thought that <laughs> was awesome. <laughs> Set up and went, whoa, it was great. So I don't know. It feels sort of sudden putting the Young Bucks yeah. at Light Express into that feud. But I think it will be a solid opener, a good six man. And uh, yeah, it should be a fun match. Hmm. To me, this feels like, you know, Honor Express and the books are sort of in limbo because it kind of felt like their feud should have ended at Showdown in the Sun, to be honest, with the Jewel Jewel. But I'm guessing that, you know, after Border Wars, that, you know, once the Briscoes and Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team feud finally ends, um, finally. you know, finally, either books or, you know, Honor Express will be the next people to feud with the Briscoes. So um, I think it's just sort of a match just to keep both teams on the pay-per-view and, you know, try and follow on from the feud they've just had. But, um, uh, Stephen, which, you know, which, uh, I almost said six-man team, but you know what I'm trying to say, <laughs> uh, which team do you think will get the win? Um, I- I'm not really sure, to be honest. I'd guess at ANX and TJP mainly because I think Honor Express will be going towards the tag team titles after, mm. as you said, after this match. So I think they probably need the momentum a bit more. Um, but TJP is in there to be pinned, <laughs> which is his common uh, thing lately. That's very true. But I, I just think out of all the guys, I think ANX really need to pick up the victory this one. So maybe, uh, you know, maybe after the, the blockbuster move on Mundo, they can, uh, can get the pin. Mm. So, uh, yeah, that's probably what I'd say. Plus, you know, the books have that sort of El Generico-style treatment where they're not under contract, so, you know, they're less likely to get these sort of big eye pay-per-view victories. Yeah, as you said, like it seems to be just sort of a thrown-together match. I mean, as I said, ANX, I think, will be going towards the tag titles after this match. Mm. And the, the books, as, as you said, are sort of in limbo a bit. I mean, it does seem like they're, they're sort of getting a, a deep push, if anything, because of uh, the whole contract situation, much like Generico. So, um It'll be interesting to see where they go from this, whether they maybe get involved with the Bravados, because I know that they they, um, they wrestled them, didn't they, on the TV, mm. was it TV tapings? No, it was... Um, it was the, uh, either uh, the Unity show or the Dayton show. Oh, Unity, right, yeah. So that might lead up to like a mini feud to sort of get the Bravados back in the fold. So, um, yeah, I'd, I'd say ANX and uh, TJP to get the win. John? Yeah, I agree, I think. Uh, on Express need the win more than anybody else in the match to kind of boost them back up into the uh, title contention and their promos they've been given about how you know you better well if you're not running with us you better be running from us and everything mm. and just trying to build themselves back up into the uh, title contention with their, and they've been saying that they never got their match from winning the approving ground match or uh, did they ever get their match from winning the ladder or yes <laughs> it did yeah okay it's hard to keep track. It was yes. I can't yeah, remember the specific like show, packs. but it was a it was a you know a DVD show prior to Final Battle, I think. Was it Glory okay. Glory by Honor, maybe? Possibly. Yeah. I, I, I know it was kind of hard to know when it was because Ring of Honor made no reference to the Ladder War at all. No, it was like it never happened. It's very right, frustrating. I just know they had like twenty title matches built up at one point, so I couldn't remember which ones they cashed in <laughs> when. But yeah, they uh said they haven't had the opportunity to cash it in that title opportunity yet, so. I expect them to get the win here to help build them up for maybe a title match at best in the world in June. Mm. Uh, Des, uh, who do you think is going to win? I think it's a logical step to have uh, the All Night Express and TJ Perkins get the win. I guess the All Knights can get their finisher on uh, Mike Mondo. Since he seems like the logical job guy here. Mm. Yeah, so uh, we'll move on to the second match. Oh, we don't know if this is the order, but this is the... Order they are on our, our microsite. That's uh, rohworld.com slash borderwars. Um, we've got Adam Cole taking on Michael Elgin. 
sort of, sort of the uh, battle of the breakout stars here. And this match should be, on paper, it should be fantastic. I can see them giving them about, you know, 15 to 20 minutes just to, you know, tear the roof off the place, basically. I'm sure it'll be a, a fantastic match. And uh, the only problem I have personally is that in a perfect world, it would be great for both guys to leave Border Wars with big victories of some kind to, you know, continue their momentum. But obviously in this scenario, they both can't win. So uh, I'm not sure who is actually going to win here. I'm leaning towards Adam Cole, to be honest with you. But, um, John, what do you think, you know, what do you expect from this match? This match, more than pretty much any other match on the card other than the main event, is the match I'm looking forward to most. Mm. Both Adam Cole and Michael Elgin have had amazing 2012 so far, and I fully expect their hot streaks to continue with another great match at Border Wars. Because we've seen how great... Michael Elgin works with smaller guys, as we saw with the uh, the matches he had against El Generico last year and his match against TJP at Final Battle and other matches as well, where he just plays off really well with the smaller guys and can just really use his power to kind of throw them around the ring. And Adam Cole is always fun to watch. He's really, really good in the ring, and he's just you know one of the future stars of wrestling. And like you said, I wish both the guys come out the win here, but I think in the pickums, I think I'd pick Adam I know I went back and forth on it, but mm. I can see uh, kind of Truth Martini trying to get involved to help Elgin win and kind of it backfiring to allow yeah. Cole to get the victory. I hope they sort of um, do something a bit with the House of Truth breakup thing instead of just teasing it, because we said on the podcast last week that they're sort of teasing so many breakups at the same time, it's about time that something actually happened. Um, but Stephen, what, what do you expect from this one? Like John said, really, I mean, I'm, this is probably the match... I'm most looking forward to it, apart from the main event. This should be, it should, should be such a great match. I mean, both mm. guys have done so well over the last sort of six or twelve months. Um, as you said, I, th- I think Cole maybe will get the win just because I think out of the two, Cole probably needs the win a bit more than Elgin because I mean, uh, maybe Strong costs Elgin, you know, the win here. Maybe that. Well, with a botched, or you know, trying to help him but botching it or something. Yeah, or maybe like Truth Martini accidentally hits him with Book of Truth or something and. That again, you know, continues a sort of uh, dissension between that, that Elgin could, and Strong. Sorry to cut you off, but that could That's work. Okay. But the only problem with that is that perhaps it'd be good for Cole to, for either man really, to get the win without any sort of interference. Do you think it would affect Cole's momentum if, you know, he had to beat Elgin and he needed some sort of Truth Martini slip up or whatever? Uh, it depends how the match goes. I mean, if he gets in, you know, has enough offense during the match and. You know, he, he maybe has a couple of near falls. I don't think that that sort of finish would really harm him, to be honest. I think if you know, if Elgin is dominating the match and the finish sort of comes out of nowhere, I don't think it's going to really help him. But I, I can't really see that happening. I mean, yeah. I think both guys will, you know, be a back and uh, back and forth match, and I, I can definitely see some sort of, as you said, sort of, you know, maybe Truth Martini's sort of screw up or a strong screw up, and I think Elgin eventually is going to leave the house of Truth or sort of, uh, you know, get kicked out by Strong. So. Um, yeah. But yeah, this match would be terrific. Uh, you know, two guys who are just, you know, just brilliant, and probably two of my favorite RH wrestlers at the moment. So really looking forward to this one. Mm. Do you guys know if um, Elgin still has his Survival of the Fittest title shot to cash in, or yeah, did, he does. Yeah, he, that, they didn't count that as the showdown in the sun. Oh, that was a showdown. Oh, that's right. Forget right about that. Yeah, because that was the blind destiny, wasn't it? It wasn't actually his choice. It but was I just... could see ROH just sort of forgetting about the Survival of the Fittest win. I'm sure. I'm sure they've mentioned in a newswire sometime that he still has a shot. I mean, oh, okay. That's that would right. be pretty lame of them to sort of take that off him when it wasn't even his sort of choice to face Davey as well. Mm. So, um, 
yeah, maybe he can, you know, maybe he'll, he'll leave, you know, has to soon. And uh, maybe him, you know, him against Steen, that'd be quite an interesting matchup, actually. Some, you know, if Steen does win the title at Border Wars. Uh, Des, what do you expect from this one? You know, I'm, I'm actually expecting Michael Elgin to come out on top here just because uh, he's been riding a, a much greater wave of momentum lately. He's actually involved in a storyline versus Adam Cole. I don't think uh, I think they sort of forgotten about his problems with O'Reilly. So he's not really in a yeah. storyline right now. That's a so good I point. think Elgin should get the decisive win here and sort of hold it over Truth Martini and Roderick Strong that you know he can win by himself and that sort of adds a little to the uh to the tension that Elgin doesn't need the house of truth mm. Mm, maybe O'Reilly point. will get involved in this one maybe he'll sort of cause Cole to lose because O'Reilly isn't on the card which is a bit strange as as Des said they've they really seem to have just forgot I mean particularly cause probably because not, no one saw the match well yeah not many people actually <laughs> saw the, the Cole and O'Reilly match which is a disappointment because I'm sure it was you know it, it it should be a brilliant match, so hopefully that will have a you know have a rematch somewhere down the line. But they seem to have just gone really sort of Cole, both on O'Reilly and and Cole actually. I mean, uh, obviously Cole had the um, the obviously the World Title match you know a couple of weeks ago, and apparently that was a brilliant match. But mm. um, yeah, he's he's sort of rivalry with O'Reilly. He's just sort of gone really quiet, and O'Reilly doesn't really seem to be doing much at the moment. So I don't see why they've uh, re- you know why they're not pushing that feud a bit more. Hmm. So uh, yeah, moving on with the card, the next match is uh, Jay Lethal taking on Tommaso Ciampa. Um, obviously, you know Lethal's trying to end the undefeated streak of Ciampa that's been going on for well over a year now. Um, Ciampa, we were discussing this last week, and uh, me and John were talking before the show. We cannot, we still cannot figure out why Ciampa hates Lethal. Um, we re- obviously it made sense before when Lethal was TV champion, but then yeah. you know. Tommaso made him lose that belt, but still has a problem with Lethal for some reason. Does anyone here know why Champa doesn't like Lethal? Uh, <laughs> I think that I might have to ask on the forum. <laughs> if us three, us four, sorry, running this Ring of Honor website, don't know. Hopefully someone on the forum will be able to figure it out. I don't know if you saw um, the promo he did the other day. Uh, I didn't. John was telling me. It was that. actually a really good promo, but it's, it still didn't sort of explain why why as you said why he hates lethal i mean should we make up a reason um he doesn't like his tasting car he doesn't like the t-shirt that's what it is it's that yeah or t-shirt i mean everyone's offended by that it's that bad so <laughs> but yeah moving yeah. on from the the silliness um i think the match at 10th anniversary was extremely disappointing I think it was because of the time limit draw. The way they were wrestling the match, they were just sort of stalling. And they do, the time limit draw was just made so obvious. And it, it just because of the finish and the way the match went, it was just overall very sort of disappointing. And I'm hoping that, you know, these two can deliver and put on a, you know, a good match just to sort of like get rid of the sour taste everyone's got in the mouth after that 10th anniversary match. But um, in the result of the match, I mean, as I said, I said this on the podcast last week. I hope they don't do this, but I could see them doing this thing where Lethal wins and then Champa can still be undefeated in America. He only lost once just outside of of America and Canada instead. I hope they don't do that, but that's sort of like a loophole that they could sort of keep the streak going in a way. um, So, John, uh, what do you expect from this match? And, uh, you know, who do you think is going to get the victory? I 
am ex- not expecting much from this match, to be honest. There, maybe because the match from the 10th anniversary show just left such a bad taste in my mouth that I'm not getting really any kind of expectations for this match. But, but mm. you know, not Lethal, but Ciampa proved himself, you know, this past on this week's that TV show that he can really put on a really good match because I thought his match against Matt Taven was probably the best match he's had in Ring of Honor to date. And he's shown that he has the ability, but for some reason I always just find myself disappointed in his iPay-per-view matches. I don't know why. but Yeah, the one against Jimmy Rave was a bit lackluster, wasn't it? I think they haven't given him enough time. I think I said last week about when we were discussing, you know, maybe who we should feud with next. Uh, I think he just needs to be given, you know, 15, 20 minutes to go out and have a good match. I mean, I know the the match at the... Um, 10th anniversary was 10 min- uh, 15 minutes but as you said it was after about 30 seconds you could tell that it was going to be a time limit draw and it just both mm. got sort of you know that, that they were resting sort of uh, within themselves because they you know they knew they couldn't sort of do do anything too extreme because you know it was going to end as a draw mm. um, in terms of the match as, as John said it's it should be a good match but it's not particularly one I'm I'm really looking forward to. I don't know if that's just because the rest of the card is he's looking so strong but That's um, a good point. I think someone <laughs> said this on the forum that you know when you look at the card the worst match which in some people's opinion will be this will be good if that makes sense. Yeah, so like the worst match on the card will be good is obviously a great thing to say about a show. Yeah, I mean the the, the card is probably one of the strongest in in recent sort of memories, mm. you know, for for ROH it's just it's looking so good but um, I'm sure it will be good. I mean, I'm expecting it to be much improved from the 10th anniversary show. I mean, I think both guys are sort of just handcuffed that one. They they couldn't really go out there and uh, sort of put on a good match. I mean, I, I hope Champa shines. And uh, Lethal, he's I don't know what it is with Lethal. I mean, I, I do like the guy. I think he's a great wrestler, but I don't necessarily look forward to seeing him wrestle. Um, I know that's kind of a weird thing to say, but... He's not the sort of guy that I see one of his matches and think, oh, I'm really looking forward to that. But I, I know I'm going to get a good match out of him. But he just, I don't know. It's just maybe it's uh, you know, it's just wrong with me or something. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> that, yeah, that's just my uh, sort of feeling. Yeah, because he doesn't really have a character you can get excited about to watch. Mm. Yeah, that's true. I mean, as you said, you, you know, he's he always puts on great matches. I mean, you, you know, you're going to get a good match out of him. But I think there's just something. Lacking from him, maybe he's you know say maybe his character a bit. I think if How anything, was his character's the... probably Hans. a bit goofy. Maybe I mean, I know mm-hmm. on the that in you know, a couple of weeks ago on the TV show when uh, I think everybody involved in the blind oh, death yeah. were in there and he called what did he oh, call Steve a fart head or something? Fart, and he called yeah. him a, an ass munch or something. Yeah, oh, I mean terrible. Butt munch, I, I, think it was, I mean, it? granted, I laughed out loud, but it, it is pretty bad <laughs> for Ring of Honor. Mm. Yeah, he just he he doesn't really sort of fit into Ring of Honor. I mean. He's sort of, I mean, he's not a sort of a joke character or anything, but he's quite, I don't know, he's he's slightly comedy comedy based, and I don't know, I just I just think maybe he needs a little bit of a uh, sort of um, work on his character because in ring he's he's fantastic, and uh, I mean, you were saying you know you don't really look forward to his matches, but did you see? I haven't seen it myself, but how was the match against Lethal at the Homecoming against uh, Davy? Sorry, at the Homecoming. Yeah, that was actually you know that was actually a really good match. I mean. As I said, it's just it's weird because as I said, his all of his matches are, are are always good. You know, I can't remember apart from the tenth anniversary show, which wasn't really his fault. I can't really remember the last time he had a match that was you know even sort of decent. They've all been you know good to great. So mm. it's, it, I say it's it's weird that I just sort of I don't know. I can't get him to get behind him and look forward to it. So it's maybe it's something to do with the character. Maybe he you know needs to be freshened up a bit because uh, 
you know, he's, his character's sort of been the same for quite a while now, even before, you know, he came back to Ring of Honor, he's, you know, been other places, and uh, I think maybe he just needs to evolve his character a bit, and, because, uh, you know, I think, you look at the Briscoes, I think people were getting, you know, a bit bored of bored of them, you know, about 12 or 18 months ago, and they really sort of, uh, you know, switched up their characters a lot, and uh, that really helped them, so hopefully, mm. uh, you know, maybe Lethal will do this sort of, sort of similar thing, especially now he's lost the TV title as well. Yeah, I think Lethal's lack of personality um, sort of renders him as, as sort of a not very viable drawing card right now. And it's sort of hard, weird to use that term with Ring of Honor, drawing card. But I think Lethal could very well be that. I mean, he's a, uh, relatively speaking, he's a big star. I mean, he did TNA and, and all that. So he could be a, a draw for Ring of Honor. But right now, his character is very stagnant. So you don't really feel compelled to order a Jay Lethal match, even though you know it's going to be solid. Mm. Yeah, well put. Well, at the moment, like you, you couldn't see him winning the world title. I mean, I don't oh, think no. he he couldn't carry the world title at the moment, and I don't know why because you know he's got the experience, and as we said, you know he's always solid in the ring. So there's obviously something missing slightly that you know he he wouldn't be able to carry the world title at the moment. Mm. Um, you know, who do you guys think is going to get the victory? Hopefully, it doesn't happen the way with my silly undefeated in America idea. But um, what do you think, Stephen? Oh no. That would be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, you were away when I said that, but yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, again, I'm not really sure. A lot of these matches, because they're, they're so tight and look so good that you can't really sort of see a clear winner. I mean, um, I'd, I'd, I'd probably say Champa just based on the fact that I just can't see them giving away his, his undefeated streak, you know, in a match that isn't for a title or, mm. you know, a big, big match. Um but as you say, you know they might go do a, do a draw or sort of a double count out or something. Or yeah, I, I, lethal, I can't see Lethal winning. I don't think he really yeah, needs. He's, to, he's to very win rarely this loses though. That's the thing with Lethal. That's true, but I just don't. I don't think he really needs to win this match. I mean, I know he beat um, Roddy the other uh, last week, didn't he? Um, yeah, two out of three. Yeah, four. Two out of three, four. So he's still getting wins, and I don't think it really, you know, affects him at the moment getting a, a loss. And I think Champa really needs, you know, needs the victory to. Sort of continue his. Uh, yeah, he definitely needs a win over a more established guy because a lot of his um, wins have been against the sort of enhancement and OVW guys. A lot of them. Yeah. Um, how about uh, John? Who do you think is going to get the uh, get the victory? Um, I really don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna lean towards Champa because I think a win for Champa would do more for him then a loss for Lethal will hurt him, if that makes sense. <clears throat> Des? I think they've done a tremendous job, especially this, this past week. Was it this past week? Um, I think it was with the Champa match against uh, Matt Taven. Yes, that was yeah, exactly. this week. Yeah. yeah, they did a great job of get, especially just getting Champa's knees over. Like, those knee strikes are deadly, and they will they will kill you if you don't, if you don't stop them. <laughs> So they did a really good job of building that up and of talking about the undefeated streak. Um, that said, if Champa wins, um, who is he going to feud with next? I mean, if Jay Lethal wins, he can obviously go into the to title feud with Roderick Strong and, and try and get his title back. But if Champa wins, you know, they can't do a Champa Strong feud because it's heel versus heel. So really, I think it, logically, you would have to have uh, Lethal go over in that match. Now that said... 
Um, <laughs> your undefeated in America idea is giving me so many bad images right now. <laughs> like, what if you have uh, the he does angles where like he forces them or he gets himself deported because he doesn't want to lose matches? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. Oh dear! Every time they go to Canada, he like refuses to go or something. It'd be great. He about the Canadian curse. Champion <laughs> win in Canada. Oh yeah, it would be awful. So hopefully they do not. They don't do that at all. It they might even take it a step further. And if he eventually loses in America, he might be just undefeated in you know certain states. Like he's, <laughs> undefeated, he's only undefeated in, in Massachusetts. Yeah, he's undefeated in Vermont, and mainly because we've never been the there. Happens. Yeah, places where they never wrestle. Undefeated in Nevada. <laughs> Technically, I'm undefeated all over the world. I've never been pinned, so uh, all of us are undefeated. But um, <laughs> moving on with the card, um, up next is a rematch from Showdown in the Sun. Uh, Lance Storm will be taking on Mike Bennett. Now, yes, uh, yes uh, we'll go ahead, Des. You're obviously very enthusiastic. So, what you know, what do you expect from uh, from this one? I'm very much looking forward to this match. Um, I'm, of course, like I said before, I'm a big Lance Storm fan. I'm actually turning the corner on Mike Bennett. I'm, I really enjoy his character. Um, so this is going to be a, uh, just an, a great match. I know Storm's going to come in again and just do a great job with Bennett. And they're, they're not going to disappoint for sure. It's going to be great. You're going to have the Canadian fans. It's going to be a crazy, uh, a very good atmosphere. I'm just very much looking forward to this match. Uh, how about you, Stephen? Yeah, pretty much the, the same. I mean, I, I think a lot of people were... Uh quite negative about Storm and Bennett before a showdown in the sun and they were sort of suggesting that Storm should have faced someone else but um you know their match at showdown in the sun was definitely Bennett's best match in Ring of Honor and it was it was you know a a pretty solid match I mean it was uh you know really enjoyable and Storm considering his age you know looked really really good so you know I I think everyone sort of expected this to you know a rematch to happen um obviously with it being in Storm's uh, home country as well so hopefully that'll work uh you know in favour of him, you know, that the fans should be really, uh, really sort of, uh, you know, loud for this one, uh, for the whole show, really. I mean, can, Canadian fans, uh, you know, normally create a really good atmosphere. So, mm. uh, again, you know, as long as this, you know, is sort of uh, similar to the Shadow and the Sun one, and, uh, you know, hopefully even a bit better, that would be, uh, be, you know, be really good. And I think people are, as, as Des said, I think people are starting to warm, warm to Bennett. I think people are, uh, you know, I think everyone sort of, we're overly negative about Bennett. I mean, he's never been awful in the ring. He's he's maybe not had you know as many great matches as maybe he should have. But you know, mm. his character is arguably one of one of the best in Ring of Honor at the moment. I think you know, character-wise, he's got it spot on. So um, you know, hopefully this ma- match will be another great match, and uh, he can go on to have some uh, you know further uh, good matches to help him you know get up uh, get up the card. Mm, I mean, uh, I still think he should have won the TV title back when he was feuding with Lethal. <laughs> I still think that was the the wrong choice and uh, it would have done great for his career for him to get the belt but uh, I am really looking forward to this match and as you said the uh, the one at Showdown the Sun was fantastic so hopefully this one will be as well um, in regards to the finish I can see um, Lance Storm getting the win here because I can't see him you know, losing twice to Bennett and it is in Canada as well so it'll be a great sort of feel good moment for you know, Storm to get uh, Avengers lost to Bennett and get the, you know, the big win in his home country um, you know, John, what do you expect? Who do you think is going to, you know, pick up the win? Um, I think Lance Storm is going to pick up the win to get the revenge on Bennett from his action from Showdown in the Sun. And I'm really expecting a lot out of this match because I was really looking forward to their match at Showdown in the Sun, and that didn't disappoint. And it actually exceeded my expectations. And, you know, knowing what they are capable of doing in the ring together, 
This makes me even more excited for this match. And I fully expect Storm to pick up the win. Maybe Maria tries to interfere and like Storm kind of fights her off or something. Because I'm trying to remember, like, how did didn't Maria interfere at the end of the Showdown of the Sun match? I don't think. Well, I can't remember. I, think, I don't think head. Maria's going to be there this time. There's going to be Brutal Bob, right? Oh, even better, yeah. Yeah, good friend of the podcast, Brutal Bob. I'm sure it'll be fantastic in whatever he does. So, yeah, I guess Bob's trying to try to interfere and then it's like, going to knock him off the apron or something. You know, just kind of like having to overcome all the odds to get his revenge on Bennett. Mm. And, I just, and, you know, I just think he's going to going to pull out victory. And I expect the crowd just to be on fire for this match. Maybe Brutal Bob will turn on Bennett and uh, cause him to lose. I, <laughs> I could see um, after the match Storm doing a promo and putting over Bennett. So, you know, even though he does effectively lose, he will gain a lot of momentum from just getting there. Maybe he'll win the respect of Storm. I don't know. I think that we'll could a, a Davy Richards promo. That actually, yeah, that's yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, how about you, Des? Who do you think is going to uh, pick up the win? You know, I, think, I, I really wouldn't put it past Mike Bennett getting the win here. I think it would be very effective in Canada. You get major heat for it. And um, Storm's just the kind of guy who would come in and, and wouldn't mind putting Bennett over twice, even in Toronto. Yeah. Um, it could be that maybe Storm gets the win and then afterward Bennett just goes nuts and beats the crap out of the helpless old man. I mean, that could be another another way they could go with it. I think either way, it's going to end with Bennett having major heat on him. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point, actually. That could, uh, could definitely happen. Um, moving on with the card, the next match is Eddie Edwards taking on the <laughs> man-beast Rhino. Um, this is Rhino's uh, return to high pay-per-view. I think his last one was against Homicide... And I can't recall which event, but I do remember. It was Death Before the Sun. It was the it was a tag team match, wasn't it? Wasn't it Rhino and Champa against uh, Homicide, Homicide and Lethal? Day Lethal, yeah. Yeah, I think that was at Death Before the Sun, mm. wasn't it? So yeah, we've seen Rhino um, do promos, uh, very angry promos about what he's going to yeah. do to Edwards. He's going <laughs> to leave him in a pool of stuff that I'm not going to repeat. It was all bleeped out. It was. What a promo, right? Even blood was bleeped out, which is quite strange. But uh, <laughs> so. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of Rhino, to be honest with you. I know Stephen and John, we've talked about this before, and you, you both quite like him. I'm not, you know, the huge fan, but I'm not someone who thinks, oh, he's awful. So, you know, I'm, I'm not, I haven't got, like, really high expectation for this match. I'm sure it will be a solid match, and, uh, you know, hopefully he'll, you know, turn me into a, a fan like uh, you two. Um, John, what do you expect from this? I expect uh, Edwards to chop Rhino's face. <laughs> after his new t-shirt he came oh, out save with. that for the news save that for the what news. a shirt man <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> it means he's gonna chop your face Dan. just <laughs> hold that thought hold that thought <laughs> but yeah i'm not really sure what to expect out of this match i'm i'm a big fan of both of these wrestlers but i'm not sure how their styles are going to mesh like they just it seems like it's going to be such a clash of styles that it's either going to go amazingly well or it's going to go terribly but it's a match I'm really looking forward to, though, because I really like both of these wrestlers, and I really, you know, hope to see Rhino and Ring of Honor on a more consistent basis. But I'm not sure what to expect out of this match. Steven? yeah, pretty much what John said. I mean, their, you know, their styles are, are so far apart that it's going to be interesting to see how, you know, how well they uh, do work together. I mean, um, mm. uh, you know, I do really like both guys. I think, I think Edwards is going to. Uh, 
you know, profit from, you know, just facing somebody different. I think he's, you know, I think him facing uh, Strong and uh, Richards so often last year, maybe just, uh, I, I think maybe he was just a bit much for him. I think well, a bit much for the other two as well. I think they, they all needed a bit and of And the change. fans. Yeah, I think they needed, all needed a bit of a change of senior. I think Strong has really benefited from that as well. So uh, yeah, this is a this should be a really interesting match. As, as John said, I think it could either be really really good or it could just be a bit hmm that was that was strange. Yeah. So um, but yeah, I'm I'm glad Rhino's getting more of a of a role. I think uh, I think similar to Lethal really. I mean he's he's relatively you know he's a relatively big name in you know in wrestling circles. I think a lot of people recognise his name. Mm. Um, I think promo wise he's pretty good. He's just just such very a angry. Man. Yeah, he's just but he just looks like a. I mean, you wouldn't cross say him. anything to him, no. I mean, he's just—he's—he's he's a beast. I mean, you just—he's just, yeah, he's just a beast. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm, just, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. Hopefully, it will be—it'll uh, be good, and uh, Rano stick around uh, for a bit because the whole House of Truth thing is quite an interesting, uh, interesting thing that they've bought him off the embassy as well. So, uh, mm. yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, Embassy with their huge faction of one wrestler decided to sell the only other wrestler they could have possibly had in the group. Which is... yeah, they, they hardly ever used him as well, so yeah. what gave them the right to sell him? Yeah. Can, can yeah, we I forgot him? he was a part of the Embassy, actually. Can we buy him, perhaps? Just, uh... <laughs> to, to, to appear on the... to be a new host of RHCast? Yeah, it might do a better job than me. You take... could scream the intro. Yeah, RHCast, RHCast! That would <laughs> be awesome. Um, <laughs> Des, what do you expect from uh, this match between Edwards and Reiner? You know, um, I think when Michael Elgin at, finally splits from the House of Truth, he's going to want to get at Roderick Strong. And I think Roderick Strong is going to be uh, sort of that in that coward role, and he's going to hide behind Rhino. Mm. And I think for Rhino to be legitimate, he has to go over a, a top Ring of Honor star. So I, I fully expect him to have a good match with Eddie Edwards, but then I expect him to get the win with the gore so he can... Wow. Um, uh, appear strong for Elgin later down the line. So yeah, I was actually struggling with the um, the pickums on the forum for this. I really didn't know um, who to go with. In the end, I went with Edwards. But um, Stephen, who do you think is going to pick up the victory? Again, this this is another tough one. There's no sort of clear clear winner in this one. I mean, I, I think Rono maybe needs you know needs a win, especially with him you know just just sort of coming back sort of on a regular basis. You, you know. He, he faced against uh, Debbie Richards on the, you know, the proving ground, and I think you know, winning against Edwards was just would just give him a bit of a boost. I mean, Edwards is sort of just again, he's another guy that's sort of in limbo at the moment. He's not really doing anything, so I don't think a, a loss against someone like Rhino is really going to affect him. So, I think I think Rhino will probably pick up the win in this one. Mm. John, how about you? I went with Eddie Edwards, and I really don't know why, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> It, I don't know. I think it's another match on this card. Is, is, like, it seems like half the matches on the card is a complete toss-up. And they've mm. done a, you know, a good job of making it seem like anything can happen on their show. And this is another match where I, it could honestly go either way. And I just, for some reason, at the time of the pickums, I just went with Edwards. You can change it, you know. Feel free to edit nope. your... Uh, nope. No? Okay. <laughs> he's, he's determined. Yeah, yeah. he does. Unless they announce the spoilers or something, then you might change it. But uh... oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, moving on to the next match on the card. Um, after a little bit of confusion and uh, detective work on last week's RH cast, we worked out that this match is for the TV title. Our newsman John was a bit puzzled at first, thought it wasn't, but 
It is uh, Roderick Strong defending his TV title against uh, Fit Finley, making his uh, Ring of Honor debut. Oh, it is, uh, really? Yes, it is. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, we'll start with you, Dez. You seem so puzzled. So uh, <laughs> what do you think of this match? I think these guys are going to kill each other. Yes. Um, it's going to be lots of fun to watch. Um, it being for the TV title makes no sense. No, it uh, doesn't, does it? Especially if Finley goes back to... to uh, to Stanford after, but um, it's going to be a fun match, and I I think Roderick's going to go over, but I'm I'm looking forward to it because they're going to stiff the hell out of each other. Mm. I can either see, as we discussed last week, Roderick Strong seems to need interference to win any match, no matter who he's facing. So they'll either be, in my opinion, Truth Martini interference, or um, it'll be a time limit draw, setting up a perhaps a rematch at best in the world. What if they have a little person under the ring <laughs> oh i hope not <laughs> what grizzly redwood <laughs> <laughs> oh dear uh steven what do you expect from uh the match between uh roddy and finley like Des said really i mean that uh, this should be r- tons of fun to watch both guys are just going to go out and just, just kill each other really i mean it's just going to be a great match uh i think if you know when finley came in i think i'd have probably chosen strong to from to face just because you know that the match would be crazy that's they're kind of sort of uh, you know kind of similar in sort of their um, sort of uh, approach really. Um, so definitely looking forward to this one. As, as you guys have said, it's a bit weird that it's for the TV title, but I suppose they promised that all the titles were going to be on the line. And uh, obviously, I suppose it doesn't hurt either guy that it's for the TV title. No, no one's expecting Finney to win. Mm. Um, obviously, he's scheduled for best in the world as well. So maybe they they will do what you said. Maybe they'll do a tournament draw and it'll set up a rematch. Um, but I, I can't see any way where you know Finley's going to win. I mean, I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that he's not actually going back to WWE at, at the moment. So maybe you know that that could lead uh, to a few more matches in Ring of Honor, so, which is which is good if true. Because um, you know I think he's 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 still looking like he's uh, he's got it. He's he's always been a great great performer, and uh, he's he's one of them guys that he's been re- you know massive asset to the roster. You know you could just put him in there with anybody, and he'll mm. he'll do a great job and. You know, anybody who gets a victory over Finley is going to give him a massive boost just because yeah. he's such a massive name in, you know, in, in wrestling. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to this one. I'm, uh, I, I think Strong will win. Um, do you think you'll need interference? I don't. Well, I don't know. They, they seem to just do interference for every single Strong win, don't they? So, um, I th- yeah, probably some some type of maybe not interference, maybe distraction from Truth Martini and strike that will lead to Strong hitting a sit kick or something. But. Um, I think if it's definitely a two-shot deal, I think they'll want Finley to face somebody else at best in the world. Maybe, maybe Michael Elgin or somebody like that, just to you know give somebody else you know the rub really. Yeah. So, Some uh, people yeah, on the forum were saying Davey would be a good opponent for Finley as well. Hmm. Yeah, that, that should be an interesting match, but I'm not. I think it might be the wrong time for him to face Davey at the moment, just with everything that's yeah, go going on in Steve. the main you know main event picture. It'd be Mike Bennett. Hmm. <clears throat> I don't know about that. <laughs> I think uh, that, much like the the storm thing, I think people would just trash that overall, you know, that idea so much. But it probably would turn out okay. I just think the sort of style that Finley wrestles, I'm not really sure him and Bennett would would really gel yeah. well. So, but you know, you never know, do you? John, what do you expect from this one? Who do you think is going to get the win as well? Uh, much like Steven and Des, I'm just expecting them to go out there and just like beat the snot out of each other the entire match. Just work really stiff and I'm expecting this to be a lot like the uh, Roderick Strong and Eric Steven matches from a 
what, four or five years ago, where they just, you know, it was absolute war every time they wrestled each other, just absolutely just a brutal match, even though they, you know, didn't always use weapons, even it was still a brutal match, a hard-hitting just war, and I expect this to be a lot of the same way, and I fully expect Roderick Strong to retain his title here. It just wouldn't make much sense for Finley to win the title. Mm. And, you know, having having Strong be able to retain over Finley would, you know, really do one, like, not really that he needs, you know, a huge rub at this point in his Ring of Honor career, but it would still help out his title reign and his current character out a lot. Mm. So, uh, yeah, moving on with the card, we have uh, two more matches left to talk about. Uh, up next is a fight without honor for the uh, Ring of Honor World Tag Team titles as the Briscoes defend once again against Charlie Haas and Shelton Benjamin. I believe this is Haas and Benjamin's third so, title shot since losing 7, the belt. 7,000. Yeah, it feels like 7,000. Yeah, it really does. This feud has gone on way too long and the fact that on the tv show they are still talking about the vicious chair shot at best in the world last year the yes. fact they're still going on about that is ridiculous and luckily they have said this is the end now the end should have been at final battle hence the name of the pay-per-view but they decided to drag it out i remember at final battle when um we thought you know we were like oh the feud's going to continue to show down the sun we we're like oh for god's sake and here they are dragging it to another pay-per-view so I really hope this is the end. My expectations for this are not very high at all. Um, I don't know if this feud really warrants a fight without honor, to be honest with you. But, um, you know, perhaps I'm being a bit negative. Perhaps some of you will be a bit more positive. I don't know. But, Stephen, what do you expect? And uh, Oh, I should say that I think the Briscoes are going to get the win here. I think that's the most uh, easy to pick, you know, to see like end of the match on the card. So, um Stephen, who do you think is going to pick up the win? And what do you expect from the match? Um, uh, yeah, I think the Briscoes will win. I just I can't see Haas and Benjamin you know, winning the titles back. Unfortunately, I'm not really any more positive looking at this match than you were, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not really sure why we're getting this again, considering we've had it You know, we had it last week in, in Dayton that they wrestled. Yeah. The fact that they'd already announced this match before they had that title shot was just a bit strange. Um, I'm not sure why, we, why we're seeing this again, to be honest. Uh you know the 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 first match of well not the first match but the you know the top match of final battle was a complete and utter mess. I've still got I still have nightmares just thinking about that match. <laughs> um, yeah, the the matches since haven't haven't been you know they've been okay, but I I, I do prefer Hearts and Benjamin as the heels. You know I think they work much better as heels. Mm. But again, I, I just I see their matches and I don't particularly look forward to to watching them. To be honest, I mean. They have improved since turning heel, but still, they're just, you know, I'm just, <laughs> without saying horrible, I just don't particularly like watching them wrestle. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's I, I think I think maybe they need to start using them more as single guys, especially Benjamin. I think Benjamin should be wrestling more as singles guys. I mean, I, after this, I don't really see where, where they go from, from here. I mean, I think this is probably why they've, they've these two have wrestled so many times, that they just don't know what to do with Hart and Benjamin. I mean... They, I think they think that they should be involved in title matches because you know they're relatively big names, and I should imagine they're on quite a, you know quite a bit of money. Contract, really. yeah. Yeah, and I just uh, the only thing I can think of is that they you know they start giving more singles matches, but in all sort of uh, you know due respect to Haas, I, I, you know I think Benjamin is a very good singles wrestler. I'm not so sure about Charlie Haas. Um, so maybe give Shelton a few more singles matches, but then I don't know mm. what they're going to do with with Charlie. So. 
I, I'm glad this is going to be the end of it. I expect the Briscoes to win, and maybe because our expectations are so low, we'll, we'll probably love this match. So. Do you think we'll see any, um, you know, Shelton quite renowned for his ladder spots and moments? Do you think we'll see anything like that, or do you think, uh, you know, uh, Tyson Benjamin sort of phone it in like they they have been recently? I think with this being a fight, and I don't think that they'll they'll phone it in, so to speak. I mean, I don't think we're going to be seeing any sort of massive ladder spots or anything. I, I don't think it's going to be. As you said, I'm not really sure this whole feud sort of warrants this sort of match. I mean, I know it's been going on for ages and there have been some absolutely vicious uh, chair shots and, you know, Jay Briscoe's... Uh, if I recall, Shelton Benjamin um, <laughs> had tape ribs for about two months after one yeah. chair shot. And as you were saying, yeah. Yeah, Jay Briscoe's his uh, wife relationship with his wife is obviously, you know, uh, tainted <laughs> by that horrible... <laughs> And quote, I, hope that comes, I hope that comes into play at some point in this match. And, they, and like the Rizzo Grace tag team has like some crotch based offense against Jay Luther or something. <laughs> and on the TV show, as he said, he's sick of icing his balls. So uh... I know they played that up on the TV too a couple weeks ago. Or I think it was Nigel, and he was just talking about the psychological trauma. Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> it was just like, you so can't stupid. please a woman anymore. Wow. <laughs> Uh, Des, what do you expect from this if you use negative as mean Steven? I really am, actually. Um, <laughs> God. I feel bad for these guys, but, um, you know, it's, it's, I don't think this warrants a, a fight without honor. Have a, just have a chair match or something. <laughs> no. Not we talked about that for months. If there's just one chair shot, best in the world did that then. Yeah. Um, so, um, you know, this storyline has been really confusing, especially when you look at it from the very beginning. It was the Briscoes who initiated the uh, the feud, and they were the heels, and now they're the baby faces. And the we're wrestling's greatest tag team want revenge on I don't know. It's just really confusing, and um, I, I just hope the Briscoes win and get it over with. I love how one of the Briscoes described the feud as taking a dump or something like that. It was, it was so funny. <laughs> I think mean, um, that'd be far more enjoyable, to be honest. <laughs> At least it wouldn't last for bloody a year, would it? Um, I'm sure that's uh, that's what a lot of fans will be doing during this match. <laughs> uh, John, what, what do you expect? Are you going to be as negative as all three of us as well? I'm going to be ever so slightly more positive. That's because, good. That makes a change. Yeah, because at the Showdown of the Sun, I kind of liked the Briscoes and Resident Dress Tag Teams match up until you know the post-match continuation of the feud. But... <laughs> Up, up until then, I thought it was a decent match, and I think here, it, I, I do think this kind of warrants a fight without honor or some kind of gimmick match along those lines. So they've been at their throats for so long, you know, just attacking each other, you know, week after week after week after week, even though, you know, the attacks haven't really been all that good or decent or... Or brutal. Or brutal or anything that uh, an attack should be, but... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm thinking this this match could be a good match. I don't know. Do you think the Briscoes will get the win as well? I honestly just 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 for fun, I would love to see Rex and Jesus tag team one <laughs> no. and just continue this feud for another year. <laughs> I, I have I have a horrible feeling that they're actually going to win because I just don't I just don't see what they can do apart from uh, as I said. I think because obviously Cornette's a massive fan of them. He's brought them in. They're on I should imagine quite a, a nice contract. I just I think that they they just think that they should be involved in the titles at all time and they obviously they can't challenge anymore because no. I think you know I, I just <laughs> a horrible, I, I have a horrible feeling that Hart and Benjamin are going to win the titles oh, and 
cringeworthy. Uh, I'm yeah, I mean, bad. No, I'm scared. They're gonna go through final battle. Watch. <laughs> hey, on about nightmares of the final battle match, I'll have nightmares if they win the belts again. That'd be <laughs> terrible. Um, moving on, uh, I think that uh, I think we shared enough thoughts on the uh, tag team title match, but to uh, to the main event and uh, what everyone is looking forward to and what everyone has wanted to see for has it almost been a year now? It's been a hell of a long time. We've been looking forward to this, but. Uh, Davy Richards defends the ROH World Title against Kevin Steen. At last, uh, this match finally happens in uh, Steen's home country of Canada. And uh, as announced on the TV show, the package power driver is legal. I think the quote was "Bring your power driver, fat boy," or something along those lines. Um, and it is Steen's only title shot, apparently, which uh, doesn't sound very good because it sounds like there could be some sort of swerve or something. But um, I don't know where to start with this because there's so much to talk about. We yeah, it's have been fantastic and it's gone on for so long. And uh, I don't really... Steven, any thoughts to you know kick this discussion off for the main event? Actually, yeah, there's so much... Everyone has been messaging us about on you know on email and stuff and Twitter for ages about, oh, when's this match going to happen? When's Steven going to get the belt? So um, it's definitely highly anticipated. As you said, there's just so much surrounding this match and so much to talk about that you just don't really know to what to say about it, really. I mean, I mean, first and foremost, it should be you know a fantastic match and the atmosphere should be brilliant for it. Cause mm-hmm. I think I think Richards is going to be you know be booed pretty loudly Especially by the crowd. That American flag with him that he had on the TV show. Oh yeah, yeah. I think if, or at least he'll wear his American Strong Style T-shirt, which will mm-hmm. annoy the uh, the Canadian fans. But um, well, it's not yeah. about American Strong Style anymore. According no, to no, it's dead. Apparently, he said on the TV. Oh, is it dead? Yes, and yeah. just I think they recently released an American Strong Style T-shirt. So um, time. It's to... all about Die Hard gear now. Yes, we'll talk about the Die Hard gear in a little bit, but uh, it'd be Canadian Strong Style for. Uh... Could be. Yeah. I could see him mocking that in some way, having some sort of Strong Style. I'm still not 100 percent sure what American Strong Style is, and whatever it is, I know I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um. What do you expect from the the before we talk about the finish, which is obviously a really important factor in this match? What do you expect from <laughs> you know the match itself? How do you think you know Dave and Steen are gonna you know match up together? I think they they will pretty well. I mean, I think people overlook how good Steen is technically. I mean, mm. I think because he's been involved in so many gimmick matches, especially with Generico, and obviously he had a match against uh, Jacobs and Carino. You know, he's I think he's he's so good just as a technical rest. I mean, he's, uh, his match against Edwards at Shannon in the summer was pretty good. Although, uh, I think maybe it was a bit short because apparently there was, wasn't this some sort of injury. injury or, or, yeah. yeah. Was, been sure. He's wrapped up quickly, but um, I mean, he's, he's, he's brilliant in the ring. Obviously I think Richards, I think we've seen a, a vast improvement, you know, from him recently. Yeah. As soon I as think, he started getting fresh opponents, I sort of changed my opinion on him completely. Yeah. I think that's why a lot of people have been saying that, you know, they've, Maybe they don't even, you know, actually want to see Steam in the title because Richards' reign has improved so much, which is, it's just strange because it's, you know it's coming to almost twelve months since Richards won the title, and the last sort of maybe three or four months have, have been really good, and before that it was just, you know, a bit, it, yeah, I mean, and to be honest, through no fault of his own, really. I mean, oh, like, yeah, it was just the booking, wasn't it? I think we've seen that since he's been given fresh opponents, you know, he's. His sort of style has has changed because I think you know against Strong and Edwards it was, I think I suppose when you're facing the same guy over and over again you just sort of you know you come back to the same stuff. There's only so much you can do, you know, with mm. a particular opponent. I think 
you know, his matches against Lethal, um, you know, his match against uh, uh, Cole apparently was, you know, was, was brilliant as well. So I think the, the different opponents has, has really helped. Uh, this, again, should be a, a really great match. Um, yeah, and in terms of the finish, I mean... We'll I, get to I that. Have, we'll get to I that. I have no clue how this is going to end. So. <laughs> uh, John, what do you expect from, you know, the match itself? I expect it to be a really, really good match. Um, you know, Steen is... You know, a great wrestler. He's a great brawler and really good technically as well. Remember, he did have the nickname Mr. Wrestling for a while because he was such a, you know, so good in the ring. And Davey Richards, you know, when he's not matched up against Eddie Edwards or Roderick Strong, is, you know, fun to watch. He has good offense, good strikes, and, you know, just good submissions and everything. And I think these two could really play off each other really well and could make for a fun, entertaining match. I'm sure, you know, Steen's going to try to make it a brawl. And and Richard, you know, try to make it more technical and everything. And it'd be fun to see how they just uh, mesh and how the match. And uh, I think it could be a really, really good match. Des, how about you? I'm I'm really gonna enjoy this. Um, the way the two styles are sort of going to blend. Um, Steen is a very good technical wrestler, but I don't think he's gonna rely on that style this time. I think, like John said, he's gonna work very hard to make this into a brawl. And it's going to be that style versus the technical style. So it's going to be two very different styles competing. And it's just going to be a, a cool cool, uh, cool thing to see which style prevails this time. Mm. So um, now we've got the difficult, very difficult task of trying to predict how it's all going to go down and what is going to happen at the end. I mean, the, the package power driver, as I said, is legal um, for one night only. And uh, apparently... You know, it is his last title shot, which um, we talked about this briefly last week, didn't we, Steve? And you were saying that, you know, whenever the, this sort of storyline happens in wrestling, they often go go back against what they've announced, you know, that if he does lose, he probably just, will just get another title shot anyway. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a very sort of wrestling thing to do, isn't it? It's mm. like when they fire people and they turn up, you know, the following week. It's just, it's one of those uh, my annoyances in wrestling that they, it's one of those sort of little... Um, things that you know they never actually sort of uh, stick to which is begs the whole question why, I mean, why are they doing it in the yeah time? i mean this is something they couldn't stick to they could not give him another title shot i mean ever that would just be ridiculous so obviously that stipulation won't stick there'll be some way that he gets another title shot if, if he does lose now that is the difficult thing of predicting because i honestly have no idea um I, if you would have asked me maybe a few months ago when these two meet who's going to win, I would have said, yeah, Steen. But the fact that, you know, Davies' reign is just starting to get good, which is so disappointing that it took so long. And, uh, you know, now everyone has been saying for ages they want Steen to win the belt. But just as he's about to, I think, as you said, Stephen, people are starting to think, well, Davies' starting to get good now. Maybe his reign can go a little bit longer. So um, I'm going to put you on the spot, John. What's going to happen? <laughs> um, I have no idea. Uh, like you said, a few months ago, I would have easily said Steen, but I don't know the way they built it up as this is Steen's only chance. For some reason, that's just making me think that he's gonna get screwed out of winning. Like he's gonna have it. Yeah, won. that's the thing. Connett could appear, and even if Davy doesn't want his help, I could see him, you know, helping him. Yeah, I don't. I I, I really have no idea. It's. <laughs> I just don't know. <laughs> Could you see Davy turning heel and aligning himself with Cornette to screw Steen out? I don't, I don't, of victory, think, I don't think. I don't think Richard would, uh, you know, knowingly or 
willingly, you know, align with somebody who he knows is going to screw somebody over. He seems like somebody who you knows all about the competition and all about keeping things fair. And everything. Yeah. Well, apparently that's dead. So, uh, oh, exactly. I, 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 I couldn't see him turn hill like that. I could see him, you know, maybe Cornette getting involved and, you know, Richards unknowingly taking advantage of it and then after the match, you know, realizing it. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe that's, I don't know. I would like to see Steen get the win. I'm a, I'm a big Steen fan, but I have a feeling Richards is going to retain and just piss everybody off. Yeah, the problem with Davey retaining is that Ring of Honor have done this a lot in the past, like with Tyler Black, that when someone has all this momentum, they just don't cash in on it. They leave it too long, and by the time, you know, the guy does eventually win the belt, no one really cares at that point. So perhaps it would make sense just to give Steen the belt now, you know, in, in his hometown, his, well, not hometown, but, you know, his own country, Canada, all this momentum behind him. It would be an amazing moment, and perhaps that would be, you know, the best way to go. Stephen, any thoughts? No, I, again, this is just one of those matches. That's, I mean, I suppose this is just sort of pro wrestling at its best, that you, you just have no idea who's going to win. Mm. So that at the end, that's what makes a great match. Makes you know? it exciting, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the whole point of wrestling, I suppose, is that you just... You tune in to find out who's going to win because you just don't know. Um, yeah. I, I, I suppose I'd, I'd, I'd say Steen at, the, at this stage, mainly just because of the whole his only shot, uh, you know, stipulation. As I said, that you know they're likely to sort of go back on that if he, if he doesn't win. But mm. um, I, 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 <laughs> I just have you know both. You know, you could make a case of either guy winning and reasons for and against that. So I mean, I, I'd say Steen, but. I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised at all if, if Richards retains and uh, that's set. You know, they have a rematch down the line somewhere because of uh, you know Steen getting through the. Maybe Steen will bring back the the lawyers that he had. Oh yes, yeah, oh, yeah, that'd be some the amazing. He had on the TV. Show. Amazing faces again from the lawyers. But uh, <laughs> Des, who do you think? What do you think is going to happen? You know, like Steven said, this is why I love pro wrestling because it's unpredictable and for the right reasons. You can't it's not like oh, I don't know what's going to happen because the company's going to try and 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 screw me, the fan. <laughs> it's actually logically anything can happen and that's this is what makes it really uh really intriguing. Now, I I'm going to go uh, go on a limb and say, you know, they're in Canada. It's Kevin Steen, he is a Canadian. Davey Richards I mean, just flat out kind of gave that heel sort of that hint of, of heelishness when he came out with the American flag and said, it's all about America, though they're wrestling in Canada. The pay-per-view is border wars. I see a double turn here. I, I, I definitely think that if Cornette comes out, helps Davey, and Davey will capitalize and be the heel, and you'll have just, just again, like Austin and Brett in 97. It's going to be – it's gonna. So I think it's going to be that – in that vein once again and it's uh davy's gonna end up with the title he's gonna retain and you know what davy richards needs a personality that's that's the one thing about him as a baby face and perhaps as a heel he can find that edge because mm. right now he's a great worker he, he's he's fun to watch in the ring but my god when he gets on the microphone he's he's like a charisma vacuum so i, I do <laughs> think I, I think that's what's gonna happen is a double turn and davy retains Mm, yeah, I think we said this before that 
he could work in some sort of faction or unit with Cornette that think that, you know, wrestling's the past and MMA's the future and they're a lot better than wrestlers. That's why they're the champion or something like that. I mean, that could work. And we've started to see O'Reilly turn heel. So, you know, if he's going to keep that team ambition thing going, they could still be, you know, a heel tag team together. But honestly, you know, as you guys said, I have no idea. In, in the pickums on the forum, I just went one point Davy Richards. Like, I have no confidence in that pick at all and i really I, I just i don't know at all this which is as you say which is what makes it so interesting and so fascinating and uh makes me look forward to the match so much more so um yeah. you know any final thoughts to um share any of the matches or border wars or anything before we uh, move on i think as i said earlier this card is looking so strong i mean as as we said earlier i think that the worst match looks to be lethal against champer and, and that in itself should be a really good match so this is probably one of the best cards Ring Runners produced in you know quite some time. So mm. uh, really looking forward to it. I just I just really hope that you know no technical difficulties ruin the experience for anybody. Because um, I said with the card looking so great, that's the last thing they need, especially with it being the first time it's been yeah, shown on the website. Yeah, we want to so, be able to see it, don't we? So as long as everyone can see it and the quality is you know watchable, then I'm sure that the, the wrestlers will do their part. So yeah, really looking forward to it. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's going to be uh, it's going to be historic in in many different ways, in a sense that you're going to have that epic title match on top, Steen and Richards. If you have a turn, you know it's going to be epic. If you don't have a turn, Steen wins the title. It's still going to be epic. Plus, it's going to make history. Like Steven said, it's their first time streaming in house, so it's going to make or break, you know, the faith that Ring of Honor fans have in mm. Ring of Honor as a as a broadcaster. And, you know, it's this card, like you guys said, is loaded. Like there's a lot of wrestling going on this weekend besides Ring of Honor. And usually I have so much trouble debating what am I going to order? What am I going to watch live this time? Hands down, Ring of Honor wins out. I'm, I'm watching that show mm. live. No spoilers. And everyone else should too. ROHwrestling.com. It's going to be it's going to be epic. Mm. John, any final words? Yeah, this is quickly becoming one of the most important shows in Ring of Honor history with the title match that could, you know, kind of make or break the the next, what, year and a half to two years of what's going to happen in the company, whether Richards retains or uh, or Steen wins the title. Mm-hmm. And, and the fact that it's the first pay-per-view they're doing in-house is going to, you know, basically make or break the company, or yeah. not the company, but I guess people's faith in ordering iPay-per-views in the future and... You know, just hope that everything's going to work out fine in the end and that there's going to be no technical issues. Yeah, so uh, as I said, as we said, you know, you can watch uh, Border Wars live on iPay-Per-View this Saturday, May 12th on RHWrestling.com. If you're unable to watch it live for any reasons, uh, we'll be tweeting live during the show. And that's ROH, at ROH underscore world on Twitter. We'll have live results while the show's happening. Um, you can also head to our forum, rohworld.com slash forum, uh, where there'll be, you know, lots of the ROH community discussing the show as it happens. And uh, I think us three or us four rather should be there or discussing it as well. So be sure to uh, come and join in and uh, talk about it live while it's all happening. And uh, as soon as the show finishes, we'll have like a full detailed report on rohworld.com. That's uh, Full sort of recap of all the event in case you weren't able to um, follow the tweets or watch it live. So um, the show has gone quite long. We were initially going to talk about the TV show and some news. So I'm going to leave it to my 
other hosts or guests, or you want to put it, we'll do a vote. Would you like to talk about the TV show or not? John? Yes. Des? The go-home show is probably the most important show, so I would say yes. That's a good, that's a good point, actually. Stephen? It doesn't matter what I said then, does it? Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we apologize. this is going to be a very long show. We do apologize, but um, that wraps up. No time limit. Yeah, no time limit on this uh, podcast. It might even be longer than Border Wars at this rate. But we'll do a... It'll be we'll... Like, uh, like Final Battle. Oh, my God. Until <laughs> 5 a.m. again. But, um, <laughs> yes, the latest episode of ROH on SBG originally aired on Saturday, May the 5th. This is the final show that will be aired before Border Wars. So um, the show kicked off with uh, sort of an instant entrance by Champa. You just sort of entering to the ring as the show started. And uh, he faced Matt Taven. In, uh, I think, John, you put it best, really. It's uh, Champa's most competitive match on Ring of Honor television to date. I mean, normally he comes out, he'll, you know, his opponent will get some offense in, but Champa's normally completely dominant and will just wipe the floor with his opponent and get the win. But, you know, there was, uh, Matt Taven got a lot of offense in, especially, you know, for a. Is he an OVW guy? I'm not 100% sure on his background, but um, yeah, yeah I think he, he did quite a lot. And we saw Lethal sat at ringside watching, and uh, I honestly quite enjoyed this. There was some, um, <clears throat> excuse me, some good spots. I mean, I liked when uh, Taven flipped into the ring, and uh, you know, Champa caught him with a full Nelson suplex instantly. I thought that was a, a good way to start the, you know, the match. And um, you know, Dez, what did you think of the the opener this week? I thought it was really good. I thought um, this was designed to be sort of a squash for Champa, but it ended up being just an awesomely competitive match. And in the end, you still establish Champa as this monster, like a psychopath who will just beat you down with his knees mm. and then, you know, hit that Project Champa. My, my one thing, though, what's with Ring of Honor and just giving the guys, uh, maybe it's the guys themselves who come up with them, but just the lamest catchphrases ever. Like, did Matt just happen? Or or later when you get TJ Perkins and his... Wait, did uh, that actually happen? I did. Y- yes, that's Matt Taven's uh, catchphrase. Did Matt just happen? <laughs> oh, dear. Yes. I, know, I honestly did not know that. That's terrible. <laughs> I'm, I'm too observant when it comes to this stuff. I, it's... <laughs> uh, Stephen, yeah. what did you think of the opener? <clears throat> yeah, pretty much what, what Dev said, really. I think it was a really competitive match. I mean... I was a bit sort of unsure at the time that maybe, you know, Taven was getting too much offense in, but I think it worked well in the end. I think, mm. as I said, he's still got, you know, Champer over as sort of a, a monster. Um, you know, he's he's they've really built up his uh, sort of knee strikes really well, that the you know they look really devastating. And every time he, you know, he does hit them, you, it's more or less match over. So, uh, you know, they've done well with that. Um, you know, he still has probably the my favorite finisher move in all of wrestling at the moment. I was thinking yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it is good. Um so yeah, I think which it, he stole they, as he revealed when we interviewed him. Yeah, he stole <laughs> he'll it. have to head back to uh, RH Cast episode twenty-seven to find out who he stole that from. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, nice interview with him on that one. So yeah, go back, <laughs> go back and listen to that one. Um, yeah, I think that, you know it built up to the match at Border Wars, you know, well, I think mm. I, I wasn't really sure why Lethal was sort of sitting there and watching. You know, he didn't really. He just wanted to see the show. They might not have yeah, cameras so backstage. Wanted to, wanted to show off his new T-shirt as well. So uh, yes. Yeah, I think you know they've they've really done well building Champ up on the TV show. I mean, they've done you know really good job with him. So uh, again, it was a, a good uh, match, and Taven has done really well the last couple of matches. His match with Mondo is really That's good. True. This match was good, so I can see them giving him you know more shots on the TV show, maybe even you know more permanent uh, spot on the roster like Mondo has got. Yeah, 
John, any uh, any thoughts, or are you going to stick to uh, what he said? Uh, what he said. Uh, Up next we had a quick promo segment backstage where uh, Vader Scott was interviewing TJ Perkins uh, I love Vader Scott I think John does as well There's a club going on over there uh, (laughs) I'm sure perhaps you can do a Vader cast or something Oh my god, if you interview Vader Scott I'm here I will will, um, will be Video interview I'm afraid But anyway (laughs) I'll make sure, I'll, I'll go on location (laughs) <laughs> we had TJP was interrupted by the young bucks who were laughing at him, calling him Nemo. I think what a great way to start a feud. But um, <laughs> this was then to lead into the Mike Mondo versus TJP match, which is a a rematch from I, I believe it was last year. Correct me if I'm wrong. They had a match on the TV show where TJP got the win. Um, the young bucks ended up coming out during the match and uh, distracting T- TJP. Um, TJP ended up diving on you know the bucks and Mondo, but. The distraction caused Mondo to pick up the win, and then um, the Bucks and Mondo started triple teaming on TJP until the Unarch Express made the save, which then uh, leads into the six-man tag match that we talked about earlier. Um, this is actually, um, I think, John, you also said this in the TV report that typically the second match on the of the night is normally a you know a squash match, but it really wasn't. And uh, gotta give credit to Ring of Honor for fitting you know three decent length matches all into the show. It it worked you know really well to be honest. And uh, John, because all you got to say last time was what he said. Um, what did you think of the of this match? Uh, yeah, I thought it was another really good solid match on this show. Um, I'm quickly becoming a really big Mike Mondo fan. Just some of the stuff he does is just hilarious and he's you know just the like we mentioned earlier where he tried to bite tjp's eye out oh, so just, cool <laughs> like I, I just i don't know we're just it's little things like that he does just you know it's made me become a, become a fan of his and he's also really good in the ring and like we always say seem to say every week tjp is just you know a great wrestler and uh i don't know like the young bucks interference just kind of came out of nowhere but you know they kind of established it earlier in the night but it didn't hurt the match. I usually think stuff like that kind of hurts the match, but it was fine for what it, for what it was, and you know it it was a good solid match, and I really enjoyed it. Stephen, yeah, basically what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Des, um, you know, uh, like I said earlier, just the eye spot was so awesome for me. I just whoa, <laughs> he tried to eat his eye, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Is that allowed? Would that be a DQ? That's what we need to find I out. I don't know. Would you stop the match if he ate his eye? Like, if he actually <laughs> ate it? Uh, I don't think, but... think TJP would be able to continue, to be honest. <laughs> I'd be amazing. I mean, that, that'd be brilliant. It's a weird kind of feud, though. It's based on guys insulting each other's hair. I mean, that's that's almost as bad as guys feuding over a spilled cup of coffee, you know? it's Or guys it's... feuding over someone training with someone while they're in Japan. I mean, that... Yeah, it's like, come on, man. You're in Japan. What am I supposed to do? Not train? <laughs> so you know it, it's it's out of nowhere but it's going to be a good opener that they set up so it was fine yeah so uh, moving on we then had this week's inside roh which had uh quick promos by a few guys regarding their match at uh, border wars we we heard from bennett we heard from uh, rhino edwards and the briscoes and uh, they talked about sick of ice in the balls so um yeah we, we talked about that earlier so I'm that brings us doing that too <laughs> <laughs> I actually missed that. That podcast has that effect on you, doesn't it? Um, (laughs) We then got to the main event of the week, which was Kyle O'Reilly taking on Kevin Steen with the, quote, zombie princess, Jimmy Jacobs at ringside. Uh, Hey, what's with Kyle O'Reilly's promos now? 
Oh, I, I don't know. Also, this face. When he face stands there. <laughs> or, 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 okay. He talks really slow. And when Vader Scott said, I'm here with Kylo Riley, he had like a look of disgust on his face. Oh, he, I hate he Kylo Riley. know something about Vader Scott or just not like her at all to have a face like that. How dare he not like Vader Scott? <laughs> I hate Kylo Riley now. Um, no, you say about his face. Remember when I, I started a topic on the forum actually saying that I don't like Kyle O'Reilly's face? You did. Yeah, <laughs> I did. It happened, yeah. I started this. I posted that months ago, so go out and check it out and start that's, posting on it again. That's normally a thread that would be locked and the user banned for, but then we have the co-owner <laughs> of the whole forum talking about someone's face. So <laughs> That should be the next uh, Ring of Honor shirt. I hate Kyle O'Reilly's face. That's just well, the type of like Eddie Edwards, chop your face. It'll be yeah, Eddie Edwards should chop it. Like, be like Colorado, make funny face or something like that. <laughs> so, um, Stephen, what did you think of the main event between Steen and uh, and O'Reilly, and, and the uh, you know the post-match sort of altercation between Davey and Steen as well? Again, I thought it was it was a pretty good match. I mean, I think it it made Steen look really good going into the uh, uh, title match. Um, I think it was sort of it was cleverly done the way they've had you know had this match going into the the title match. Obviously, with O'Reilly being. Uh, Know, connected to Richards, I think it just it all worked out really well, and it was a sort of uh, it flows well with you know being beaten O'Reilly, and now he's going to go and face Richard. So I think that was quite clever the way they've uh, you know they set it all up. Um, mm-hmm. At the end, the end, you know, the, the end was sort of just it was you know pretty simple really the way they did it. You know, just have him have them to. Uh, the only thing I'm to know is that O'Reilly sold the tennis racket like he'd been shot. Like it's just a it's obviously racket. it's obviously a loaded tennis racket. It's not it's just a normal thing in it. Yeah. Something strange. But, um, yeah, we also had a promo by Davey afterwards who basically said, you know, American strong style is dead and the the uh, hunt is coming for you. He didn't finish that. like, <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> Des, uh, what did you think of this one? Um, uh, I, I don't like when Davey Richards gets on the microphone. Like I said before, he needs new insults for Kevin Steen. He gets on the mic and he calls him fat like 20 times. Yeah. Uh, I think, John, um, you, you, you seem to have a, a theory that, that uh, Davey thinks Steen is overweight. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not theory. sure how I came up with that, but, but there is a, <laughs> I have a strong feeling that Richards thinks that Steen needs to lose some weight. It's just a dirt sheet rumor. It's, it's not confirmed yet. <laughs> uh, John, your thoughts on the main event? I thought it was a good match. Three you know, good, solid matches on the show. They each got a decent yeah, amount yeah. of time. Which, yeah. You know, but... Yeah, I thought I liked it. I, for some reason, I found the uh, whole mouthpiece thing hilarious. When, uh, oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, me too. I was like when laughing. Steen knocked his mouthpiece out. I can't remember how he knocked it out. It was a uh, powerbomb actually knocked O'Reilly's mouthpiece out. Then Steen put it, put mouthpiece in his mouth, and O'Reilly knocked uh, it out. Luckily, O'Reilly didn't put put it back in. That would have just been strange. That would have been weird. Popping the yeah. No, but O'Reilly uh, throwing throw the mouthpiece out got. Gave Jacob the opportunity to distract him. So, oh, I mean, yes. yeah. that piece came back to bite him. <laughs> oh, <my> God. <laughs> right, on that note, uh, absolutely I love it. The latest TV show. You should have put that in your TV report. I hope you did. Oh, uh, I wish I did. Uh, yeah, that wraps up the latest TV show. So, another another good episode. No, nothing to fault it with at all. I mean, three good matches, all decent length. So, um, yeah, can't complain at all. So, um, we're now going to move on to the little tidbits of news that have happened since we last recorded on Thursday. Uh, you can always find this at rritual.com during the week when we're not doing podcasts. And uh, I think John has all the news for us, as always, and a very cheesy news intro. Oh, maybe not. 
technical difficulties. Oh my. Right out. Very brief brown out, but uh, there we go. John? Uh, to start off the news, we have a new uh, a new music director coming in next week. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, the best in the world 2012 poster has been revealed. Spoiler and, uh, it, Yeah, and there's a big spoiler, so if you don't want to hear this, don't listen to the next 30 seconds. Because it features Davy Richards with the title. Now, is it's, this a spoiler or a swerve? That's what we've got to think. It could be um, either. Yeah. <laughs> mm, it basically, for those who haven't seen it, it's a giant poster. It has Davy Richards with the belt. It has Maria posing and Finley in the background. So, this leads me to think that uh, it will be Finley taking on Maria and Davy <laughs> Richards will be defending the world title in some match. That's all we can take from this poster. Honestly, that's, a, that's, a, that's a completely different kind of DVD. Yeah, I don't know why Maria's on the poster. I mean, that's just... That's not <laughs> what Ring of Honor's about, that type of marketing. That's TNA type of thing, but... Um, Literally. You, you, yes, I am. <laughs> pun intended. There we go. That all worked well. Anything, anything to share about the spoilerific poster? Uh, no. Moving <laughs> on. Next, next bit of news. <laughs> uh, there's a new article on ROHworld.com about the future of ANX. It was written by one of our new writers, Dave. So if you haven't had a chance to read it, go check it out. It's a good read. Mm, yeah, I hope they. Um... You know, do get the title shot that they earned last year in the Proving Ground. And there's two uh, new items available the uh, Tuesday rollout. The uh, first is the Eddie Edwards Chop Your Face t-shirt, which we have <laughs> discussed several times. What does that mean? Absolutely. <laughs> chop your face. I've never seen Edwards chop anyone's face. <laughs> chest, but not the face. I mean, I-, I was saying before the show, I'm looking forward to the Davy Richards Kick Your Head t-shirt. I think Yes, I would buy that. Honestly, Edwards and Jay Lethal need to have a battle of the T-shirts right now after Lethal's, uh, you know, Twitter T-shirt with the uh, Lethal Injection hashtag and the at Jay Lethal name. Uh, we need a we need a T-shirt on a pole match. Now the thing is, TJP yes. wanted some designs and was told that Ring of Honor aren't looking for any. So, what will TJP's T-shirt say on it? TJP. Lie <laughs> on the hat for three seconds or. <laughs> Job your match, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you look at Ring of Honor's last last T-shirt. You've got the Edwards Chop Your Face T-shirt, which is it's just so bad. It's who actually thought? I mean, who, a who designed it, b who thought it was a good idea, chop and your c face. C, uh, I hope some people have a Chop Your Face sign in Toronto. That'll be fantastic. <laughs> oh man, who, who actually? Th- I mean, who's passed this to be actually be sold? If they sell more than five, then I'll be absolutely flabbergasted. I've already if bought you... seven, so... <laughs> Dan seven, what? You look at their other shirts that they've recently made. The property of ROH one, which is... It's so basic and so lazy that it's just... Bad. Yeah, you got the Briscoes one, which is just... Hashtag them boys on the front and then man up on the back. That took a lot of uh, thinking, didn't it? And, yeah, basically, th- those three. I mean... Should, they're should, so, we, should we have a T-shirt? They're so basic and just average and... I mean, ROH t-shirts used to be so good. I mean, they used to... Yeah, especially they, Edward's last shirt was really awesome. The uh, You Can't Measure Heart shirt. Yeah, they seem to have, like, they've turned it all in-house now. I mean, I know they used to have designers do the shirts, but for some reason now they do them all in-house, and whoever the merchandise guy is really just needs Amazing. to get another job because... <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> they, they are bad. But, mm. Yeah, the, the Chop Your Face shirt has on the front um, Die Hard Gear. 
right in the oh, bottom. It could be a range. We'd yeah, like chop your face, it would be kick yeah. your knee. Um, I don't know. Have your name misspelled on iPay-Per-View? I think that would be a good one. That would be a good shirt. <laughs> yeah. What about a Mike Mondo almost ate my eye shirt? <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah. Dude, that that, that go, would DJ. sell, but no, this is... I mean, did Edward say I won't chop your face on my on the back of my T-shirt? Did, I mean, who thought of that? We should Seriously. maybe tweet him and find out. Only he <laughs> will. I saw him tweet something earlier, like promoting the shirt, but oh my god, he, ha- he has to because he gets royalties from it. He's not going to say this T-shirt sucks. Don't buy it, is he? <laughs> yeah, that's our job. Yeah, um, <laughs> this is the ROH Cast Chop Your Face Edition. <laughs> uh, John, what's the uh, next uh, piece of news? And the final bit of news is another. Tuesday rollout is the uh, Joe vs. Punk collection. This is really cool. It's a two-disc DVD that contains all three of their classic matches from their trilogy and uh, the uh, a re-release of their straight shooting interview they recorded all those years ago. That's you know like a one of those all-time classic interviews that if you haven't heard it, you need to. And yeah, I need to. Yeah, I think it's just a a really cool release. Yeah, so uh, that wraps up the little tidbits of news that have happened since Thursday. And uh, now we're going to move on to the couple of questions we've got. We have uh, we gave all our listeners little little notes, unfortunately, so we don't have many questions. But uh, you can always tweet us to these during the week at uh, rh underscore world on Twitter. We're on uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash rhworld. You can also post on our forum. There's an ROH cast there, um, rohworld.com slash forum. Or finally, you can email us, um, contact at rohworld.com. This segment also has an intro, but it's completely random, so I have no idea what this is that I'm going to click on. Yes, that's very repetitive, but that'll do. There you go, Stephen. That's a groovy intro. That was a good one. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we don't really have much this week, I'm afraid. Um... Macklin on Facebook says, what do you guys think, Steen or Richards? Obviously, we've already discussed that. Um, also, early predictions of what might main event best in the world. That's quite a good question. Ooh. I mean, <laughs> there's two ways. I mean, if Davey retains, perhaps they'll have a rematch, but which would be so stupid if it's happened so soon. But yeah. um, honestly, that's really hard to predict, considering that there's not that long after Border Wars. What is it, a month for them to build in the main event? So yeah. I mean, perhaps Elgin will get his survival of the fittest or something involving Cole. I mean, yeah, what, I can't, what do you guys I can't think? Really, I can't really see them building up a, another challenge of, in a month. I mean, as you said, I, I think Elgin might cash in his title shot just because, mm. you know, he'll put on a good match and it'll give them time to sort of figure out a new challenger and, yeah, maybe even sort of a, a rematch between Steen and Richards if, if needed. Uh, mm. So, yeah, I'd probably say whoever wins that and, and Elgin, maybe. Yeah. Um... Mackin also says the new Eddie Edwards Eddie Edwards shirt looks. He botched it just like the final battle thing. I know Eddie 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 Edwards. When are they going? When are they they going to put out a shirt that doesn't look like it was designed by a three-year-old? The last good shirt I bought was the classic ANX one. Yeah, we we pretty much discussed that. Yeah, we've buried the merchandise department enough. Yeah, we've buried we've buried the production department, the merchandise department. So I think that's enough burying of departments. Yeah. Um, there are the departments. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a, a few on Twitter. A couple of old ones I think we missed last week. Good to see you guys invest in Charlie Haas and Shout and Benjamin <laughs> to invest in the business. Keep it <laughs> I think that was a botched tweet, but uh... Charlie Haas as well. Um, okay. Yeah. 
Um, well, I have to say, for some reason, I find Charlie Haas's heel character to be one of the most entertaining things of all time. <laughs> for some reason, every time he just walks out, I just start laughing instantly. I don't know it's why. It's hilarious, but it's, uh, the, in- the intention isn't for it to be hilarious. Yeah. It means he's <laughs> sort of doing straight wrong. <laughs> well, he needs to keep up whatever he's doing because it's working for me. All he, all, he, all he does is just yells at the crowd, tells them to F themselves, and just sticks up the middle finger. <laughs> Wears sunglasses and a hat. And that, for some reason, for, for some reason, having like a 40-year-old man do that, to like a bunch of little kids is like in the audience, is just the funniest thing in the world to me. <laughs> like, he just takes himself so seriously, he just can't handle anything else going on in his life. <laughs> it's just so funny. <laughs> that is actually true. <laughs> He's like an all-American or something, and he can't handle this. Um, another one, uh, I think that Wrestling's Great Tag Team versus Dem Boys is going to be their best match against each other. This is going to be good, I hope. That's from at T Wrestling Fan. Oh, long time listener, I believe. So, yeah. so maybe we're just the ones that don't know anything about wrestling. Yeah, I think it's just us. Yeah, with maybe it, maybe it will be the best, but that doesn't mean necessarily it's going to be good. That is a very good point, yeah. Um, other ones we've had um, at 92 Cannonball says if ROH mess up the iPad view then what is the ne- their next move Grovel back to go fight live maybe I mean like, it's either going to be Grovel back to go fight live or Grovel to Gabe one or the other yeah go to Gabe if they I, mess this up they're going to have to give a refund and I don't know either make sure it won't happen again next time but then no one's going to have the face to order it so honestly I don't know what they can do that's why there's so much you know riding on this pay per view if something I have goes a lot wrong, of faith just... that they won't mess it up, though. I, they've um, they've tested it, and and you, they were yeah, SBG. How many users have they tested it with? Are they gonna handle you know, say if two thousand people buy it, if they tested it with two thousand people? Yeah, I, don't know. Was... I, have, I have little faith in this. Go go fight live. I mean, they've been going around for years, and yet they they still couldn't handle, you know, night one of Shadow in the Sun. Obviously, night two is sort of beyond their control, but night one there was no excuses mm. for that not working. I mean, they're an experienced company in. Yeah. streaming live events and they couldn't even get that done so I mean I suppose if something goes wrong they'll just use the whole you know oh, it's our first you know, time but yeah, as someone said on Twitter I think it was last week that if anything does go wrong they can't shift the blame it's Ring of Honor's fault they're doing it themselves so there's no one else they can blame yeah it's very true and I think that they just have like one or two minor technical errors that they'll be able to like fans will forgive them but if there's anything major I can't see many fans willing to <laughs> invest money into iPad reviews in the future, especially when DVDs are now being released, you know, a month later for mm. Yeah, if it's like butch replays or something, I think people can forget you know, forgive that because it's Heck not gonna spoil funny. it's not gonna spoil your enjoyment of the show. But if you're gonna have, you know, if it's gonna keep cutting out or gonna be really, really bad quality or if it's gonna affect the whole sort of experience of watching the show, then I think people will start, you know, will get a bit um, you know, a bit annoyed. Mm. Um, that's it. the uh, The last tweet we got was from Des saying he was pounding a monster. I ho- hope you meant the um, the energy. Wow, thing. not anything else. Yes, I. What a good start I... to the day, eh? <laughs> it's how I wake up, guys. After my cup of coffee, I'm a caffeine junkie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that, does that wrap? Was that the last one? Does yeah, wrap right. up the show. Oh no, okay. sorry, no, sorry. Oh, I missed one. Dave. I missed one yet yeah, on Twitter from at Denim Dave. He says, "Who do you want to get the next TV title shot?" Oof, um, a good hmm. question. Uh, TJP? Yeah, now <laughs> there we go, TJP. I think he'd, he could put on some good match with Roddy. That'd be a good way to uh, actually use him for his talent. So, yeah, TJP. John? Yeah, I think 
I, possibly Adam Cole would be a good TV oh, champion. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. That's yeah. I think Cole would benefit from holding the TV <clears throat> title before sort of being thrown into the main event picture. Uh, it is the like... gateway to the T uh, World title, as they often say. Even hence, hence why Roddy some... needs it again. So um, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's very true. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I guess I'd say TJ Perkins too, just because I'd actually love to watch that match. Hmm. Okay, that's that, that yeah, that, that's the last one. I'm sure, okay. unless I've missed another one. <laughs> uh, thank you to everyone who sent those in, and uh, thank you for listening. We, I'm not sure if anyone will have managed to listen to this an hour and a half plus long show, but uh, I hope you enjoyed it. If you've got any feedback or concerns or anything, just uh, be sure to send it in on one of the ways I mentioned earlier. And uh, thank you to Stephen, John, and Des for joining me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And we'll see you all next week for our full uh, recap and uh, review of Border Wars. So we hope you enjoy the iPay-Per-View and we'll see you all next week.